You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. All right, Buffalo Bills fans, welcome to another edition of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. I am your host, Anthony Marino, and this is day two of the 2019 NFL Draft and a busy day for our beloved Buffalo Bills. Many teams across the NFL, and as we looked at things right heading into round two of the draft, plenty of talent still on the board and plenty of questions around what the Buffalo Bills would do. You all know at this point, the Buffalo Bills did trade up the number 40 pick as well as a fifth round pick. In essence, it was the pick that they received from the Oakland Raiders in the A.J. McCarron trade to move up two spots to number 38 in the draft to select Cody Ford, the guard, or is he a tackle, from Oklahoma. So let's recap a little bit of just what happened before this pick. We know there were some questions from Bills fans what they would do here. A hint of disappointment from fans. I think any time that you draft an offensive lineman, you've got folks looking at some of the more exciting positions that are out there. So let's talk a little bit what happened early in the second round, what led to the pick of Ford, and maybe some of the names that were available after the fact that led uh, you know fans, again, to have just maybe a hint of disappointment. But I think once you see Cody Ford... Once you saw the interviews that he had on the NFL Network, you see another player talking about how he wanted to be a Buffalo Bill, how he hit it off with the offensive line coaches, and this is where he wanted to get drafted. So maybe it's just a good soundbite. Maybe he's been coached up to say all of the right things, but that makes it two for two with Ed Oliver in the first round of the draft and Cody Ford in the second round of the draft really talking about how they wanted to be members of the Buffalo Bills. So when the second round kicked off, right, again, plenty of talent still sitting on the board and plenty of guys that you could draw some some different lines or connections, whether it be through pre-draft visits or things that you would think could be a good fit for the Buffalo Bills. Byron Murphy went to the Arizona Cardinals with the first pick. You had the Colts selecting Rocky Sin, a player that many folks thought that Sean McDermott would be in love with, the cornerback from Temple, uh, a great uh, wrestler in his day. And everyone knows Sean uh, McDermott's affinity for for wrestlers and how that can transition to the NFL. The Jacksonville Jaguars traded up to the third pick in the second round to take Jawan Taylor, a young man who had uh, unfortunately slipped into the second round. Many initially thought he could even be a top 10 pick. It was Debo Samuel going to the San Francisco 49ers, followed by it was then Greg Little. Um, Greg Little providing some offensive line help for the Carolina Panthers and a, a, you know, filling a need for them there. And then you had the Buffalo Bills moving up two picks again to the 38th selection, trading up uh, to get ahead of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who were sitting at number 39, offering pick number 158, which was actually the fifth round selection that the Bills had received 
from the Raiders in the A.J. McCarron trade, and the Buffalo Bills taking Cody Ford. So, you know, first, let's talk a little bit just briefly about some of the other guys that were on the board, because I do think, again, there was that hint of disappointment from some fans. You know, again, you talk about the offensive line. We knew this was an area that the Bills were likely going to, you know, address with one of their day one or day two picks. They didn't do it in the first round, so shouldn't have come as a surprise to many fans that the Bills went with Cody Ford when he was still on the board in the second round. And here's a guy that was projected to potentially be a first-round pick, maybe slipping to the second round, uh, and that he did. But a player that has some flexibility, his best position at Oklahoma at right tackle, also played some guard. There will be question, right, as you go into training camp, what will that look like? Is he going to start out as a guard for the Bills? Will he be in competition to maybe be the right tackle? And does that put Ty Naseki in a, a competition at left tackle with Deion Dawkins, maybe kicking one of those, you know, one of those other guys into the guard spot? We'll have to wait and see what happens with that. But Cody Ford, another player that gives the Bills some flexibility along the line. Some other players that were available at the time when Ford was taken again to you know, to leave a little bit of question with it. Greedy Williams, the cornerback from LSU, still on the board. Many thought that Buffalo might look to do something at cornerback in the second round, and, and potentially they could later on in the draft. But Greedy Williams, a guy that originally projected as even a potential top 10 pick, sliding to the second round. So there was plenty of questions there. If Maybe that would be someone the Bills would go after. Uh, Dalton Reisner, the tackle slash guard slash center from Kansas State, a high-character guy, someone that you would call a child of the process, was still there. Eric McCoy, the interior lineman from Texas A&M. And Irv Smith, the tight end from Alabama. You know, plenty of speculation, at least amongst fans and media members, that the Bills might do something at the tight end position uh, in one of the early rounds, but decided that Cody Ford was someone too good for them to pass up on. Again, throwing in a late fifth-round pick to move up a couple of spots to ensure that they get this guy. And for him to come in and, and again, be a piece of the Bills' offensive line, hopefully for years to come, I think is something that fans can be excited about. I know that the Bills made a number of signings in free agency, but really aside from Mitch Morris, you see a lot of guys on some short-term deals, maybe one or two years. You've got Quentin Spain on a one-year deal, Ty Naseki on a two-year deal. He's 33 years old at this point. Um, Spencer Long, in essence, is a one-year deal if the Bills want to cut bait after that first season. And Ty Naseki's contract is similar in that fashion as well. And then you talk about guys like John Feliciano on a short-term deal that the Bills can get out of after one year. So with that, right, you've got Deion Dawkins under contract for two more years. Yes, you've got Mitch Morris solidified. But other than that, you've got guys essentially on one- or two-year deals locking up someone like Corey Ford that has some flexibility, maybe can start out the 2019 season at guard as he continues to develop. Maybe then he kicks over to tackle, or maybe he just wins the competition in camp and becomes a starting right tackle for the Bills at the start of the 2019 season. So with that said, I think you take a look at everything and for the Bills and for their fans, you know, that type of scenario where you can say, uh, again, solidifying the lines, right? In the first round, you've got the Bills taking Ed Oliver, solidifying a spot on the defensive line. Second round, Cody Ford, right? One of these guys that the Bills can have, uh, a young offensive lineman that has some position flexibility for them and really give the Bills an opportunity to solidify that line for the future 
Again, another piece, a guy that is on a longer-term deal versus some of those short-term free agent contracts that they signed throughout free agency. I do want to read a, a brief summary on Ford that I think will be helpful for some fans. This comes from the draftnetwork.com, our good buddy Joe Marino, the host of Locked On Bills, and I like what he put together here, so I'll share this with you before we go to the break. He writes, Ford offers a rare blend of size, power, and mobility that makes him a high upside blocker in the NFL. Coming from a dominant Oklahoma offensive line, Ford has the traits of a right tackle, but could slide inside to guard where his ceiling might be higher. In either spot, Ford must clean up technical issues with his hands, body control, and pass sets to reach his ceiling. A one-year starter in college, Ford had a dominant season, but will likely need time to develop before starting in the NFL, unless his physical tools prove to be enough to overcome areas of concern. So as you take a look at that, right, a guy that has that high upside, a productive season at Oklahoma, um, blocking for back-to-back Heisman Trophy winners, right, as you look at Kyler Murray and Baker Mayfield, and now he comes to the Buffalo Bills, brings his physical style of play. As Joe Marino notes here, he's got a little bit of work to do, but that's what comes with uh, with training camp and working with NFL coaches and maybe that opportunity to compete to be the starting guard for the Bills with the potential to kick outside to right tackle in the eventual future. So why don't we do this? We're going to take a break right now. Then we will talk about what the Bills are doing in the third round of the 2019 NFL Draft. Still plenty to discuss here on Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. All right, Buffalo Bills fans, welcome back to Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Anthony Marino here with you, breaking down day two of the 2019 NFL Draft. And the Buffalo Bills just made their third round selection Pick number 74 in the uh, 2019 NFL Draft, and the pick is Devin Singletary, the running back from Florida Atlantic University. A bit of a surprise right there uh, for myself, for many Bills fans, uh, You know, talking about different wide receivers that were still on the board. Maybe the Bills would look to do more at defensive end, maybe something at cornerback, but addressing the running back position with the uh, 5'9", 200-pound running back from Florida Atlantic. The interesting thing, watching the coverage on NFL Network, Danielle Jeremiah came in right away and compared Singletary to current Bills running back LaShawn McCoy. Uh, Yes, that LaShawn McCoy who has made so many friends on Twitter today, spoiling very popular movies for fans all around the country. But uh, putting that aside, the Buffalo Bills addressing the running back position 
with their third round pick. And I think a bit surprising for many when you looked at the signings that the Bills made during the offseason, Frank Gore coming in, TJ Yeldon signing last week, the Bills bringing back LaShawn McCoy. And I think there will be plenty of speculation that does go along with that and what the Bills are going to do in the future at the running back position. So I do want to lead with a little bit of an analyst report This comes from Kyle Krabs at thedraftnetwork.com. Again, I appreciate all the work that these guys do with their scouting. I think it gives us the opportunity to learn a little bit more about some of these players that are being drafted here this weekend. And here's what he writes. Devin Singletary is one of the most fun prospects you'll watch. Singletary pairs a high-volume workload with tremendous contact balance, lateral agility, vision, and an aggressive running style to really put defenders in a bind. Singletary is something of a one-dimensional player currently, but make no mistake, he's got ample upside and at the very worst is an early down and short yardage option who would thrive in either gap or power or inside zone rushing offenses. So as you take a look at this, the Bills addressing the running back position, obviously getting younger with their third round pick. So aside from Singletary being picked, here is the question that is going to come about for Buffalo Bills fans. Has the team made the decision that they are going to move on from LaShawn McCoy? Making a pick like this in the third round is going to lead to plenty of speculation. Are the Buffalo Bills done with LaShawn McCoy? Obviously, the 2018 season did not go well on the field for him, his least productive season in the NFL. And you add that with some of the off-field pieces that have kind of tied in, uh, again, more allegations than charges being uh, brought against McCoy throughout the 2018 season and the offseason leading up to that. But now you ask yourself the question, with Devin Singletary and the Bills investing a third-round pick in the elusive running back from Florida Atlantic, is that the end of the line for LaShawn McCoy with the Buffalo Bills? will be interesting to see if, uh, if they try to package him in the coming rounds. Obviously, we've got the fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh rounds, which will be taking place on Saturday if LaShawn McCoy is potentially going to be packaged and shipped out of Buffalo as the Bills addressing the position and getting younger with the 74th pick in the third round of the 2019 NFL Draft. So as we look forward to Saturday, right, day three of the draft, the Buffalo Bills will have two fourth-round picks, one fifth-round pick because they did package one with the 40th selection to go to the Raiders so they could jump up and take Cody Ford. One pick in the sixth and currently two picks in the seventh round. It will be interesting to see if the Bills look to make any additional moves, any additional trades uh, on Saturday of the NFL draft to address additional positions of need. A little bit interesting as we do head into day three, the Bills have not done anything to address the wide receiver position yet or tight end. Two areas that many fans, including myself, thought the team may address early on in the 2019 draft. Now as we're coming through three rounds, something that the Bills have not uh, used a pick on yet at this time. So it will be interesting to see how day three of the draft does, uh, does play out. In some AFC East news, you've probably heard already, Josh Rosen has been sent to the Miami Dolphins for a second and fifth round pick. So Josh Rosen is now in the AFC East. You talk about that 2018 NFL draft class that included Josh Allen, Sam Darnold, Josh Rosen, All three of those second-year quarterbacks will be in the AFC East right now. Could make a uh, plenty of interesting storylines for years to come. 
but Josh Rosen joining the Miami Dolphins. So that's going to wrap up everything for Breaking Buffalo Rumblings tonight. We will be back later this weekend to recap day three of the NFL draft, and then we'll be coming back with you one more time to talk about those undrafted free agents and really to wrap up everything from the 2019 NFL draft for the Buffalo Bills. Uh, We appreciate you subscribing to our podcast. You can do that at Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to check us out at buffalorumblings.com. You can find me on Twitter at AnthMarino. And thanks again for listening to Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.